Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to slash watching One Cross Radio, or maybe not. I uh, I might repurpose this video, and make it like an exclusive to the uh, to the website, just since uh, writing is apparently still daunting for me, even though I miss it. Um, yeah, so I was I was originally gonna try to hold off till I could do this with Mike or Steve, or let's be honest, both, because uh, I'm going to want to talk about this with other people, but. Um, I couldn't wait. Now, y'all will, because by the time this gets posted, it'll be a couple weeks removed uh, from here. And viewer, if you notice, I, I lean off screen. It's because Luna the Adorable is trying to get this uh, green, green squeaky donut. Uh, way to go, baby. Oh, there she goes. Uh, anyways, so today we are talking about... <laughs> the sigh was about to come, but not because of the movie itself. Um... I liked it. Uh, we are talking about Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Um, and it's weird. I want to talk about it, but there's almost just like this sigh. Uh, because I was really excited to do this episode when I got home. And it's not like, oh, I'm having second thoughts on the movie. It's, <laughs> of course, you log on and it's a Screen Junkies spoiler review. And... Uh, Jeremy John's spoiler review. Now, both of these are YouTube channels that I, I really enjoy. Um, I don't always agree with their conclusions, um, but I end up enjoying their videos. But I'm like, I don't want them them to ruin this good mood I'm in. Um, so I'm just like, ah, oh, this is it's going to be exhausting, isn't it? <laughs> so, all right. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, um, and depending on when I post this, uh, I, I don't know yet, because we're on break until uh, I've scheduled some some episodes. Uh, scheduled some uh, episodes while we're on break until the first new episode of 2020, which, holy crap, guys, 2000 happened 20 years ago. Oh, I had an existential crisis at work the other day about that. Um, <laughs> uh, we're scheduled to come back on the 16th. Of, uh, of January, or no, the 13th, sorry. Um, wow, I'm taking a long time to get into this. And I don't know, that's why I don't know if I'm going to post this early on the website as an exclusive, because I'll be honest, I've, I've got a Star Wars episode in the can. Uh, Mike and I recorded the other day where we're ranking the movies before we saw Rise of Skywalker. Um, and then I've got another couple that I recorded and I'm trying to figure out, like, hey, when am I going to drop these? Because if I do all the Star Wars ones up front, that's fun for me, but probably boring for you guys. Um, and it's also, like, I need, I need to spread stuff out and sprinkle other stuff in. Um, and also, the thing is, like, we, we launched our Patreon. Although, I'll be honest, I haven't plugged it that much just because it kind of feels weird. But um, I'm going to. So with our Patreon, we have a uh, we have a couple different tiers to it, uh, as as you do on Patreon, and one of it is just like uh, five dollars a month. It's uh, all right. Let me see if my Patreon will work here, and then I promise I'll actually get into the thing proper because uh, I didn't I didn't prep. I'm so sorry. Um, here we go. Okay, so. 
if you ever check out our Patreon and feel you can financially contribute, so there's a, there's a couple different ones. Um, there's the official patron, which is $5 plus per month. Uh, that gets you early access. Uh, $15 plus a month gets you uh, bonus episodes, and you can suggest some content. And the thing is, like I hit uh, this thing like a fiend. Legit. Um, there's episodes that are probably never going to get released because I recorded them so long ago <laughs> that other stuff has passed that's impacted. So that's where this can come in, where uh, the bonus episodes can be stuff like this uh, that I'm recording right now or previous unreleased episodes. You can also do suggested content. And then for the VIP patron, uh, which is 25 or more a month, that's uh, live stream Q&As, fan recognition. We can do figure out a guest spot on an episode on here. Um, early access. Early access is in every level, um, as well as bonus episodes and suggested content. Um, so, yeah. Words? I got sidetracked. I'm so sorry. Back to the rise of Skywalker. Um, yeah, the reason I got so sidetracked is because I'm trying to figure out uh, where is this going to go? Is this going to end up being a bonus episode? But I digress. So I got home, and if you haven't seen the flick, stop listening now. Short version is I liked it. That is pretty much the only thing I can say spoiler-free about it. That's the short version. I liked it. I feel they stuck the landing. Um... So if you want no spoilers, turn it off here. <laughs> um, actually, I just remembered a part in the movie where there's a popular meme online where it's like something happens, but then there's a quick conclusion. Then it's written and directed by George Lucas. Um, and there was a moment in the movie, which I can't reference because you can't, it spoils, um, where it's like there's a scene where I'm like, all right, now's the time to throw up like the, the end music and written and directed by George Lucas. Um, anyways, all right, so... Spoiler-free portions over. Whew, this is a dense flick. Um, and you are off to the races. Like, the second you start this movie, um, you're running at full speed and barely taking time for a breath. Now, I've read some reviews um, where critics complain about that. Now, to me, the flaws in this movie, I can't blame on this movie. I can only blame on the sequel trilogy as a whole. This is making up for its inferior predecessors. Um, some more inferior than others. Uh, if you are a big fan of The Last Jedi, I can imagine you're not going to enjoy this movie as much. Um, because it undoes a lot of what that movie did, because that movie undid the stuff that was intended from the first one. <laughs> So, uh, th this movie I, I really, really enjoyed, but I texted uh, Mike, actually, and he's like, I loved it, but it was frustrating because it represents what a missed opportunity the sequel trilogy was. I even turned to my wife and said, like, where the heck was this the last two movies? Like, three minutes in, I'm beaming, just just beaming. Now, the thing is, this is off to the races. This is a trilogy in one movie. It's so... 
there's a lot of stuff that you you can chalk up to too much coincidence. Uh, they don't sit on it enough. But the reality is they don't have the time to. Because the last two movies, what were they? <laughs> and you can't retcon them entirely because there's still stuff that's set up where we are now. But it's still, like, it, it, had, to, it had to do what it did. So when you look at it like that, it's... To me, it's excellent. It was it easily the best of the three. It had the most character development of the three. Like you, it got you invested in the characters more than the other two did. Um, there's a lot of bait. And, there, I wouldn't say there's a lot of bait and switch. There is a big one, um, which you're like, dang it, movie. You're supposed to explain all this, but it's prime for. Uh, it's prime for a, a Disney Plus, so get on that, Disney. Um, where you find out Ray is a Palpatine. What? Like, Palpatine's back, which was awesome. Uh, the Senate was in full force, and he was excellent. Um, without being nearly as hammy as he was in his last appearance. Different directors do that. Sorry, one sec. Gotta sip water. And by sip, I mean drink roughly half the class. Um, Palpatine was awesome in this movie. And they lean into force powers and stuff that if you know the expanded universe, you're like, oh, I recognize that. That's force heal. That's bat that's borderline battle meditation. And Sith and dark side users are drawn to Sith things. Um, that's where, like I was saying, if it's... Uh, like, it's moving so fast, like, you just have to accept the, like, Ray knows where this stuff is. She inherently is drawn to it, and blah, blah, blah. Um, I read an article that was nice, because you're like, wow, the Palpatine thing is really out of left field. But there was some hints earlier. Now, whether or not he was always the intended uh, lineage of Ray is up for debate. But I think there's a, there's enough stuff where they're like, hey, we can go off of stuff that Ryan did in The Last Jedi and stuff that we had done uh, in The Force Awakens that this can make sense. Now, the big plot thing is you're like, wait, what? when did Palpatine ever have kids? Because we've been with this sucker for, like, a bunch of time. <laughs> Nothing in... Like, nothing in the old Expanded Universe stuff had it. He killed his family. I think that's even in the uh, in the current canon that Palpatine killed his family. Um, nothing has ever mentioned he had a kid. So that is that in and of itself is not a retcon, but it's an interesting addition, which they need to fill out. So hopefully we'll get, um, we'll get a Palpatine show or episode. Maybe they could do Star Wars Tales. Or something on uh, on Disney Plus where it's like, hey, here's the stuff where instead of like a season-long show like The Mandalorian or uh, the upcoming Kaz... Uh, Kazbian? Kazdian? Uh, Dude from Rogue One, his show, or the Kenobi show. Like, you could do ones where it's just uh, like, this episode's about this, this episode's about this, this episode's about this. Um, you could almost describe... Uh, back to the movie because the Palpatine thing is a nice sidestep um yeah it I, I dug the flick 
there was Wedge. Wedge got a cameo, which I didn't see coming. And Jill saw me so excited because I was like, <gasps> um, the movie has a, su- a number of surprising good cameos. Um, Kylo, I'll, I'll, because if you're listening at this point or watching, you've seen the movie. He does a big theme in Star Wars is redemption and Leia dies to distract him ray heals him and that turns him back to the light um then he he sees his fa- he sees his father ford which you didn't see coming i was like that's a very pleasant surprise um you had a bunch of a bunch of good callbacks lando coming back was great um the bait and switch with chewie being dead i was like no because uh, then you put the fake Chewie in the trailers and other shots, but then Chewie was alive. Um, and then, oh man, like I, I gotta mention it now. The the moment where Chewie finds out, um, <laughs> Chewie finds out that Leia died, and Chewie has his breakdown. Like, I almost choked up. I like it's just it's so sad. They they never. I can't remember any Star Wars merchandise ever explaining uh, how long. Of Wookiee's lifespan is, but in this movie they comment like he's 250 years old. Maybe they mentioned how old he was in Solo, I can't remember. Um, but I don't ever remember them mentioning how long a Wookiee lives, so when it's like he's 250 years old, and then he, like you saw him be so upset when Han died, you didn't see his reaction to Luke dying, but you imagine it's upset. Um, but then when Leia dies, he just crumbles, and it's so upsetting. Like, he just falls on his knees, and it's just like, not the, ah, staring at the sky thing. But it's a nice wide shot, and you're just like, oh my gosh, Chewie's, he's lost so much. Like, ah, oh, ah, oh, Chewie. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, the movie's really, really good. Now, I can actually, I can think of a couple things that I didn't like about a little bit um early in the movie as it seems like all the characters are about to die because they're sinking into some quick stand stuff which is where i said earlier like hey someone please make a fan edit of them sinking and then throw up the the ending music and written and directed by george lucas um yeah they uh where was i going with that oh Uh, what was that part? Oh, no, yeah, after that, after that, because it's after that that they're off to the races and Chewie gets separated. Um, they store Finn and Poe, to rescue Chewie, storm a Star Destroyer. They fly into the bay, and then they storm a Star Destroyer by themselves. In this flick, the Stormtroopers, even more so, are, like, completely, uh, ineffective, um two dudes then three dudes just completely mow down like probably i don't know 20 25 um stormtroopers and it's just i was like ah no you guys would be dead you guys the numbers would win here you can't fly into the hangar of a star destroyer and not get in a costume and do some espionage stuff like you're just running barreling through here um it it that part took me out a little bit. Um, there was one other part. There was one other part, but I can't remember what it is right now. Uh, the rest of it, I, d- I just I dug the movie. I dug the movie so much, um, which I, I needed. I was so happy on my way out because the last two in the sequel trilogy, like The Force Awakens is enjoyable, but it's not its own thing. 
it's it's a new hope redux uh and the last jedi earlier in the day i listened to the podcast i did with steve about it and i was like oh chris how time has soured you on that annoying bad movie (laughs) and with this one though i'm like oh my gosh i'm so happy I, i left really really happy and i'm excited uh, to see where it goes. Oh, right, that's the thing. So, when they were about to die in the quicksand, um, friggin' Finn is like, Ray, I need to tell you. I never got the chance to tell you. And then they sink. And then they're, then it becomes a thing like, what were you going to tell me? I'll tell you later when Poe's not around. And then Poe makes a joke. Um, friggin', and then later, as it looks like Poe and Finn, as they're caught on the Star Destroyer, are about to die. It's like, what, what were you going to tell Ray? Really? Now? And then they never go back to it. It just becomes this dangling thing where it's like, all right, look, tell her you love her or not. Like, if it was that first... I wish they kind of leaned into it um, and actually had it happen, but who knows? Maybe this... Uh, these characters are continuing, which I legit wouldn't mind. Because um, the Skywalker saga is done. Um, we'll get to that in a second. So, yeah, no, I, I <laughs> it's, it's hard to collect my thoughts, uh, but I, I, I really liked it. Um, I am seeing this again, probably another two times, frankly. Uh, I might go on Boxing Day with my father-in-law and awesome brother-in-law. Um, and then on the 28th, when my family from Toronto are down, I'm probably going to go see it with my, with my brother and my, uh, my stepbrother. Um, I'm really excited to see this flick again. It's it uh, like I texted Mike and I, I as I said earlier and as I said to Jill I'm like where was this for the last two because uh, it's it is what the other two should have been and then it wouldn't have needed to be his bloody breakneck pace because you had to do that you had to go through because it's like this is the end and we kind of did whatever the heck we did with the last two. Um, the cameos were great. Palpatine was awesome. Uh, the use of the... Oh, actually, one other thing I would have liked is they they had Luke as a Force ghost. Uh, the use of Leia was excellent. Um, at one point, I would have... Uh, there was a... I, it, it wouldn't have done anything to the story, but it would have been like a fan service that fans would have loved. And they kind of did it through the through the voices because that ray is trying to connect with the jedi and the jedi masters of old and she's saying be with me be with me and then later she does it um as she's kind of faced off with palpatine um and he's smacked her aside basically and then you get the voice cameos of ewan friggin um yoda so you get obi-wan yoda qui-gon hayden as anakin and that's the thing. I would have loved to see some Force Ghost appearances. The Harrison Ford was a very nice touch, but one I always kind of hoped for was Anakin as either Vader or Anakin, just to like smack some sense into Kylo Ren, um, just to be like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's just so much in this movie. That it could have been, it could have been done if, if this was the end goal. The like, it, it should have been. It's the other two's fault. <laughs> um, 
so this movie does answer questions that The Last Jedi threw away. It answers briefly what happened with Snoke, which again would have been a great, uh, would be a great thing to include <laughs> in if they ever do a Palpatine episode or series. Um, because you get very early in the movie, Kylo finding uh, he's heard the voice and he's going to this previously unknown Sith world. Also, loved that they did not they they introduced a bunch of new worlds, a bunch of new worlds. The Death Star wasn't on the Forest Moon of Endor; it was on a different thing in Endor. Um, and there was a bunch of nods, I think, to to the expanded universe, which which was awesome. Man, I miss it. They should have kept it. <sighs> I digress. Um, so as Palp- as friggin' Kylo is getting there and he's encountering the Emperor. Um, Kylo's like, I'm the supreme leader now. I threw Snoke away. Like, I killed him. And then Palpatine's like, I was. Basically, like, I was Snoke. I'm every voice in your head. And then you see a vat of, like, two Snoke faces and other body parts. So, not maybe force possession or Palpatine using him as a, as a meat suit. Or, like, just force transference or something uh it could it could be that could be unpacked more but it didn't have the chance because it was having to make up for the other bloody two movies um and it's it's interesting palpatine's endgame is is curious but he is like the thing that has been from the prequels and then you see in the original trilogy um like, this dude is a master manipulator. Heck, nothing will match Palpatine from the expanded universe. Homeboy had plans upon plans upon plans. Um, but here he he's still, like, he's saying to Kylo, like, I want you to go kill her. Now, the idea, like, that you can infer, like, he fully expects Kylo to betray him. So he's using him to lure her there. Um, then she goes, and then he's saying, I want you to strike me down. Because then my spirit will... You're my grandchild. Like, my spirit will take your body. Um, and then when Kylo shows up, because he's been redeemed, he's kind of like, all right, screw it. You're like, you you both have a bond, and I'm going to use that to... You're both gone. Like, and I'll rule. Um, which is... I was talking to Jill about it afterwards, and you're like, what's his plan? I'm like... Dude's got a strategy. He's got a plan for everything. To me, it's like he's looking at this as a win friggin' win. Like, I got this. I'm going to <laughs> either my sp- I'm leaving this decrepit body. Now they don't explain how he came back, but he's he does say like the dark side of the fourth is pathway to many abilities, some considered to be unnatural. Um, and then he also says like I've died before. And I think that's all the explanation you need. As much as I want more, it's not necessarily like it's needed. It, it gets the job done. Of course I want more. But it, this is one where a criticism I've had of the sequel trilogy in general is that it doesn't. the movies don't do the heavy lifting. It's like, hey, here's all this stuff. But to get more of these, to get these motivations and these core parts core parts of these characters what you really need to do is read the comics and the books that's not how it should be the movie does the heavy lifting and then the friggin books comics expanded stuff whatever that expands upon it and helps them grow but it's all stuff you knew that you saw that was revealed 
with Palpatine being back, him saying, like, I've survived death before, and you know from the prequels that he learned this ability or claimed to learn this ability um, from from Plagueis, like, that's good. That's good. I want to know more, but it's not one where I can be like, you didn't tell me, and you should have, because that's your job. Uh, There's other things that the movies have done far worse that they don't they don't do because <sighs> and this movie didn't get the chance to because again it's doing all the heavy lifting to get to the finish line here um yeah on the whole i i really really enjoyed it i'm not sure where it sits in my overall rankings uh I, yeah no it's definitely the best of the sequel trilogy and I think I'll end it on where I would like to see it go from here is Star Wars is now in a, for me, a much more interesting place. Because seemingly, and kind of hopefully, all this stuff is done. Rey is now the Jedi. She has taken the title of Skywalker. Um, in a nice little symbolic moment. Oh, and that's the thing I liked about the title. The title, you can say, is twofold. Uh, with it being the Rise of Skywalker, you're like, but Luke's dead, and it, it'd be lame if the Jedis are the Skywalkers. Um, whereas, it was about Ben Solo, who is a Skywalker, redeeming, uh, rising out of the death of Kylo Ren, um, but then his sacrifice for Rey, and then Rey taking this title, where... First Order, so far as we know, from the looks of it, um, done. Because the first, or- the first Order was going to merge with this Imperial fleet that had been hidden. Um, and it was going to become the Final Order. Um, and they all had giant friggin' planet-destroying lasers. Uh, this insanely huge fleet. It was going to destroy everything um, that stood in its way. Like... We're, we're in an interesting spot because the characters, Ray alive, Finn alive, Poe alive, dangling threads, some likable characters. Uh, Rose was in it, and I was like, ah, oh, you're here. Ah, oh, wait, but you they, they got nothing for you because... But the actress did not deserve the hate she got, and she she's enjoyable in this. Um, yeah, I think I'll leave it there. Um, we'll see as we, uh, as I see it again, where things land more. Um, and I can't wait to talk about this with Mike, but, um, when I post this, let me know what you think. (laughs) And, uh, again, sorry about the sidetracks at the beginning. Um, I'm just trying, I'm still trying to figure out how to, how to plug this Patreon thing. Cause I'd love, I'd love to get some, uh, financial support, uh, for it. Cause I love doing this and it's, it's a lot of fun to do. And I'm, why not? Um, and then also that gives me some incentive for bonus content um, and other things. And then uh, also gives me an avenue to re-release, or not re-release, but to release those those episodes where now I'm like, there's no point in releasing these. Like, it's, it's ages. They just got lost and forgotten unintentionally. Um, yeah. 
So let me know what you thought of uh, Rise of Skywalker. And uh, please check out our Patreon page. I'll include the link in the bottom. And we'll see what happens with this episode. Because uh, I'm also probably going to edit, uh, depending on where this lands. If this is the video just on the website, or on the Facebook, or what have you. Um, all that being said, thank you uh, for your love and support um, of One Cross Radio and all those who have reached out to me. I, I really, really appreciate it. And I, I can't wait for the new and exciting things um, we've got brewing for uh, for 2020. Um, final thought, though, is... Um, actually, a couple final thoughts. They stuck the landing. They did it. <laughs> I'm so happy. I just wanted to like this movie. <laughs> I, I just wanted to like it. And they stuck the landing. Um... Which, weirdly, is just an emotionally satisfying thing for me. Because um, Star Wars does how it, uh, it does. It's got this special place in my heart. Um, I'm excited to see where the franchise goes. I'd like to... I wouldn't mind more adventures with these characters. But now we can move on. Uh, and the final, final thought is... God is good. Um, 2019 was a rough, rough year. But God is good and showed up in everything. In the good, in the bad, in the roughness. Uh, through obvious and not so obvious places. Yeah. Alright, all that being said, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed and uh, God bless my friends. Take care. Peace!